Welcome to the NFT Now podcast, your go-to source to succeed in the fast-moving world of Web3. I'm Matt Medved. Each week, we interview visionary creators, builders, and collectors, so you can stay up to date on the most important trends and tactics for the internet's next frontier. Adidas, halt as a partner for Gateway, and we're really, really privileged because they are such a great partner, obviously, but more importantly, they put artists at the forefront of what they do. And I would really love to kick off this conversation by having Stace King over here explain to us exactly what this new initiative is. Yeah, thank you for having us, first of all. And the uh, feeling of a great partner is mutual. Thank you. Um, so Residency is our new digital artist and residency program. You know, working with a brand like Adidas, any big brand, that entry, the barrier to entry is, is really high. It's really hard for people to get collaborations with big brands. And so the idea behind Residency was to break down those barriers and make sure that we're giving emerging artists and different artists that platform to work with a big brand, to use our brand to elevate themselves. Um, we're working with them on open editions and limited editions. We have a gallery set up um, in the back that you can see. And the idea is to keep collaborating with different artists and to give them access to our resources, to create virtual product, to create physical product, and to open those doors to people who generally probably wouldn't get that access to those big brands. And so that's what we want to achieve. Thank you for that. I'm going to come back to you because I have a lot more questions about this program and you know it. So, Adra, your habibti. Hi, my darling. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, my name is Afrodit Zuri and I am a curator first and foremost, and also the privilege of serving as a key advisor to NFT Now and The Gateway. And I felt really, 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 really honored when Adidas asked me to suggest an artist. And Audra is one of the artists that I suggested. Well, actually, I told them, I said, I'm only going to suggest women. And they're like, we love that. And like, that great. was exactly my response. Even better. <laughs> I love it. A lot of powerhouse women. Audra, please tell us about yourself and your journey into Web3. Um, so I'm a Lebanese artist and I studied in Barcelona. And I started on my living room floor, literally cutting and pasting magazines and old newspapers and creating analog collages. And as soon as I started getting myself equipped into the digital world with Photoshop and different um, tech programs, I started creating digital art. And that was around 2017. And then I created my alter ego, Dear Nostalgia. And Dear Nostalgia is an ode to the past, present, and future. It's kind of like my love letter to where I never was and where I wish I was and where I could be. And um, for me, Web3 was exactly where I felt like I belong because Web3 is a place of authenticity, credibility, and full openness. And I just think that it's the place where artists have the, the pure, genuine space to speak and be whoever they want to be. And I feel like that pulse of innovation just drove me immediately in and I'm here for the long run. I love that. So I really love when we have a stage full of women and then we have one man, because that man has to really shine. Please tell us everything about yourself and your journey into Web3. Sure. Um, so my name, uh, surname is Monkey Murdo. Um, 
I started my journey in the Web3 space in about 2013. Um, uh, did a whole Bitcoin uh, mining Monero and so forth 2014. Um, my first introduction to NFTs and so forth was in 2016 um, on Counterparty. Um, uh, minting through things like the Ray Pepe's and all that um, very old school stuff. Um, then just kind of watching the progression through the CryptoKitty saga, um, the big booms on ETH, Solana, Sopi Ledger, and so forth. Um, I spent most of my time learning and understanding how the whole systems work, and I felt a very deep connection towards um, NFTs being used in both artistic senses as well as um, Web3 gaming. Um, so I opened up Web3 Game Dev Studio, uh, which we produce works for people all around the world. Um, my creative journey started off uh, at a very young age. My entire family is quite creative. Um, I used to not learn anything in high school. Essentially, I was busy drawing these weird characters and worlds and so forth, um, which didn't give me the best grades, but uh, that was also good. I didn't have money to go to varsity or anything like that, so I had to kind of hustle through things. I just started learning th uh, mediums that interest me. Uh, so I went from graphic design to video editing, visual effects, 3D animation, app development, and so forth, eventually to um, uh, game development, which is one of my passions and childhood dreams to, to kind of accomplish. Amazing. Thank you. So people love asking me why Korea, right? And in addition to this beautiful gateway, I'm in Korea because I have collectors here. I create a residency program here, residency. Um, and when people ask why Korea, I ask them to name another culture, another country that's exported culture as well as Koreans. And my first example is India. But India took 100 years. Korea has done this in about 15 years. So, Stace, I'd like to ask you, why Korea Blockchain Week? Yeah, we, we really wanted to show up for our APAC community. If you can't tell from my accent, I'm Australian. So I have a specifically you know, personal connection to the region. We have done NFC, uh, NFT NYC. We've done NFT Paris. We've done community events in Amsterdam and Berlin. We've done Art Basel. And so we've really shown up all around the globe for our Adidas community, but APAC was the next choice. And when we started looking at what do we want to do in APAC, where do we want to show up? Obviously, there's a lot of different places. Obviously, home is was always at the top of my list. But I think when we really look at where our community is and what we were trying to achieve with residency, Korea was the obvious choice. You only have to step outside and realize how Art is everywhere. Every taxi has a character on it. Every corner has a sculpture. Every building is a piece of art. And so this city and this, this country was just the obvious choice for the launch of an artist program. I love that. Thank you so much. Adra, how did you feel when you realized your work was going to be shown in Korea? Excited and really scared. Um, and I think being scared is also a good thing because it means you have something to lose. So it means you actually care. Um, and actually being here is kind of surreal. Uh, yesterday when I was looking at my artworks being displayed, I was like, is this real? Is this reality or am I dreaming? So incredible, iconic, unbelievable. The list goes on. <laughs> I love that excitement. Monkey Mother, I have the same question for you. Um, yeah, it was very surreal. Um, so I reside in Japan currently. Um, I've some first time being in Korea, um, so I've always wanted to come visit, so it's been great. Um, yeah, but seeing the artwork on there, I'm still 
haven't registered that is all happening, to be very honest. It's, uh, I'll probably only realize when I get back home <laughs> what just happened. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been uh, insane and people actually coming up and um, showing respect for um, what I've created and, and how much they really enjoy the work. So it's just been quite humbling to, to experience that. Also, I thought my shoe game was strong and I'm just looking over now with a little bit of shoe envy. Uh, yeah, uh, I've always wanted to make these kind of things, so I had a, a, a reason to do it um, when I was about to do it by Eddie. So uh, they're completely um, roughly made. Uh, they got a bit roughed up on the way here and the luggage. So they don't 100% work, but yeah. Um, Are the three stripes intentional? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> wow. Wow. Check these out later, guys, if you can't see them. Um, Stace. Talk to me more about residency, which is the name of the initiative. Yeah. So as I said before, residency is our digital residence, uh, digital artist in residence program. Um, we just launched it yesterday, last night with the opening of the gateway. This was our launch event. So this is the first time we've done anything like this. The first time the brand has done anything like this. And I guess the, the connection between Adidas and art maybe isn't as obvious, but we've always been at the forefront of culture, whether that's fashion, whether that's tech, whether that's music, and now art. So this was the obvious next step for us in expanding our Web3 journey. And we've always stood by creators. We're a collaborator brand. We collaborated with Run DMC back in the 80s. You know, we've always taken pride in collaborating with up-and-coming artists or, or uh, you know, people and partners or the top, the Beyonce's, the Pharrell's. But we've always been a collaborator brand. And so this was the next step in doing that. And as I said earlier, breaking that barrier to entry was really important to us. It wasn't just about working with your beeples or your, you know, your big names. Yes, I, you know, we'd love to do that. But at the same time, we want to elevate emerging artists and give them that platform to tell their story, to showcase their art and to, you know, spread the word of their art beyond maybe the reach they have organically. It's not an easy space to grow in. I think Beeple was up here earlier and, and talked about this exactly that Web3 and, and being a digital artist is not and easy to get that platform. And that's what we want to do. We want to be there to, to give that platform to artists. You know, the, the artwork that's on display, the artwork that we're selling, the open editions and limited editions, we gave them zero brief. That's their artwork. This is not us dictating what they create. This is not us saying it has to be this way and we'll give you a platform, but we're going to take 100% of the profit. That's not it. This is their art selling for them with our name attached so that we can be that platform for them. Adidas is one of the most recognizable symbols in the world. I mean, you could be illiterate and you look at this and you know what this is, even though it's this cute sideways thing for, you know, the Web3 program you sideways yeah <laughs> you know exactly what it is Adra what was it like working with such a major brand what does it mean to you as an artist I mean um crazy unbelievable I can repeat the same things I said before but it felt so seamless and it's honestly it's like a second home now like the residency is an actual family-based partnership. Like we are really, really, really intertwined and our ethos and our values are so aligned. And I think that it's just been so awesome to have the freedom to create with such an iconic brand that I've been 
wearing and watching since I was a kid. And it all goes back to the nostalgia, of course. So, I mean, and even when I got on call for um, the Zoom call for the residency meeting, I was wearing my Addy slides. So it's just, I think it was just a very intuitive thing. And I'm so honored to be a part of it. And I'm so excited for what's next. So let's fucking go. <laughs> Thank you for not cursing out loud. Monkey Moto, I have the same question for you. Cool. Um, so I've been a big fan of, of Adidas for a long time. Um, so when I got asked to join um, the program, it was quite surreal. I genuinely broke down and cried a little bit <laughs> afterwards. Uh, I told my mom and my wife um, what happened. Uh, and working with the team has been like phenomenal. I've worked with corporates uh, for the last couple of years and um, the Web3 team has been like the coolest and um, they're like this mixture of like super cool and chilled out, but like hardworking and know exactly what you need to do, trying to build stuff with the Web3 space that actually matters and not just um, worrying about revenue. It's, it's always, I mean, the fact that I was able to create what I wanted within do like uh, limits and so forth, but like there was no steering of what they wanted. There was no make something that, that makes us look good. It was just like, do what you want to do, make it cool. And that, that, that resonates with me a lot. Um, the collaboration aspects, the freedom to create cool shit is, is, is this something that really resonates and I've been super happy with that. And I think what people don't realize is they both have a connection to the brand beyond the nostalgia, but they both have a connection to the brand that, you know, I think people don't realize we're humans behind the team and Monkey Moto is the perfect example of, of building from community. Monkey Moto is part of our Alts by Adidas community. So that's our NFT project. We're releasing an avatar later this year. And Monkey Moto is one of our holders. He was in the community creating art in homage to the brand in his spare time, posting it on social just because he loved it. And it didn't go unnoticed. He was the first person we thought of when we thought of community artists. And we wanted to make sure we reached out to and, and give those people that platform because again, it doesn't go unnoticed. And we know that it's being done from passion and from love. And that's what we wanted to bring into the brand. I love that. Wow. So I like to call Koreans the Italians of Asia. <laughs> and before I list why, I'm going to remind you that I'm Mediterranean, so all these things are also true about me. Passionate, fiery, sometimes warm and generous, often warm and generous, and really, really, really loves food, right? Monkey Moto, what was it like creating for what was going to be a dominantly Korean audience, especially considering you now inhabit Japan? Um, it was somewhat uh, more comfortable because um, Korea and Japan have quite some uh, um, aesthetics um, and interests. Uh, so I kind of um, went towards my more uh, JRPG anime based uh, artworks because um, I knew it would resonate quite well with, with Korea um, from, from my perspective though. Um, so it's very enjoyable, um, really enjoy the process, and I thought to just kind of slowly create the stuff without any limitations. So it's been it's great. Amazing. So I had the pleasure of curating Audra for another show this past December. So we've worked closely together before. So of course she WhatsApped me, for my eyes only, the images for today's show, and sent me the writings, which her writing on art, I mean, it reads like a fairy tale. Like you want to fall into the art as much as you want to fall into the writing. And 
I mean, I'm about to like <laughs> sob here. Like, can I have some tissues? <laughs> I want to. I want to understand your inspiration behind the art that you created, because what's really beautiful is the Adidas team didn't didn't guide you. You know, they, they like they let you, they said create. Tell me about that process. It's really funny because my process is the complete opposite of linear, and it's very intuitive and organic in a weird way. And I think it's just because I have such a deep entrenched connection to the brand as well and the people behind it now. Um, immediately, as soon as I onboarded the residency, I just knew, it just came to me like literally like an epiphany of creativity. And I was like, Adidas, a disco ball, a basketball, sports, innovation. You know, I just merged, I converged, you know? Um, and I think just the idea of Addy being a footwear, sports, lifestyle brand, um, my first open edition artwork was really based on an homage to the brand itself, but with my um, cosmic, dreamy, reverie twist. And the second one is an homage to the Gateway Korea and all the people here and the event, and of course, the city itself and the country itself. Um, I actually created the second piece, which is the limited edition, um, without knowing how many neon lights are in the city itself. So I think I subconsciously knew and it just came to me. So I'm really glad that it was so seamless for me, even though I worked for hours and days on it, but the thought was there from day one. I love that. Thank you so much. Stace, why digital art? Historically, you guys have worked with musicians, designers, why digital art? Yeah, when we got into the Web3 journey in December of 21, so almost two years ago, which feels like it's been a wild ride, we always got in with the intention of, you know, pushing innovation, bringing community in and making sure that we were at that forefront of technology, right? We've done that before in the past and we wanted to make sure with Web3 that that's what we were doing. We started from a group of DGENs. It was a group of internal staff who were really, really into Web3, who started this Metaverse task force and really started, you know, building this whole project. And from day one, you know, we built in the fashion element. We, you know, part of the first uh, chapter, we, we, gave all of our holders physical products for free. Um, then we did virtual products um, after that. It was one of the biggest airdrops in history. I think we did 30,000 tokens to our holders. Um, so, you know, we, we always tried to sort of bring that fashion element in. And then we looked at other ways that we could bring in parts of our DNA. And that was, do we bring in music? Do we bring in gaming? Do we bring in sport? Do we bring in tech? Like, what is it that we should expand into? And we dabbled with art. We did an open edition and a limited edition with a local artist at a community meetup in Berlin. He was a local Berlin artist. He's actually on display in the gallery as well. His name is Roars. And we started, you know, testing out this open edition. Roars is part of our community as an alts holder and wanted to see you know, how the community responded to Adidas and art and how does that intersection come to life? And it was amazing. I mean, you can see the piece. It represents the three stripes. It's so beautiful and, and it's very mesmerizing. And we were like, there's something here. And so then we went to NFT NYC and we did the same thing with another artist, Mike Fogg. He's from Chicago. The dopest artist I think I've 
with the exception of these two that I've ever met. Um, and he's also on display. He creates this like uh, really cool sports um, inspired art. And I think, you know, once we did that, we were like, there has got to be a way that we can continue to work with these artists and give them that platform that they deserve because we saw them light up, right? We saw the way it felt for them to work with a brand like Adidas. And then when we started to look at all the other things that we can do by offering virtual product creation, digital, uh, physical product creation, and, you know, the, the expansion of all of our resources, right? Our marketing, our, our name, our reputation, all of those things put together is, while it seems like every day to us, it's, it's the norm for Adidas. It's not the norm for emerging artists. It's a huge deal. And so art was that next step. And that's why we did, we do both open edition and a limited edition. The limited edition is a hundred pieces only. You can only get it here at this event. So it's very limited to this event. And you get a free hoodie when you buy the limited edition. And then the open edition is open to everyone. And we really wanted it to be accessible beyond just Web3. This isn't about getting the crypto bros and your DGENs buying more art. That's a very small niche audience. And they could reach that audience themselves. They don't need us for that. What we wanted to do is bridge this beyond Web3. Bring them to the masses. How do we bring them to everyone. And that's why when you go and try to buy one of the open or limited editions, you can actually buy with ETH, with, with crypto, or you can buy on, on Apple Pay, on credit card. You know, We wanted to make it accessible to the everyday person. You don't even need a wallet. It's non-custodial. So you can actually just purchase the art. If you're an art lover, you can own it, you can put it on your wall, and you don't even have to know what crypto is. I love that. You know, I'm constantly having to explain NFTs to people. And I may or may not give up at times. And I'm like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm like, it's digital art. And digital art doesn't have to be on the blockchain in order to be digital art. It is digital art. We've had digital art for decades, right? But NFTs give you that, that ownership, right? That sense of belonging. Because what we're really craving during you know, these last few years is more community. And so what you've created... And what you've built in Web3 as emerging or established artists is your community, right? And I'd love, I'd love you guys to touch upon that, like what it means to have a community in this space. So at least for me, um, community was something really, really important because I always felt like an outsider, a stranger. And Web3 gave me a place to be whoever I want to be. And with alts, my alter ego came to life as well. Um, love that. And I've been, um, I've been just, I've always been searching for home and not just a physical place. It's that sense, that feeling, that emotion. And everybody's always looking for home. And I think Web3 is the, the place where everybody finds themselves and they find like-minded people. And it's all about creating, collaborating, coexisting, converging, and just being whoever you want to be and without judgment, without restriction, just complete, absolute, beautiful freedom. You are so good at tying in these themes. Wow. Puns are intended. <laughs> Monkey Moto, first I want you to talk about community and then I also want you to talk about your inspiration for the art that you created today. Yeah, um, I, Adra is so good with words. I mean, I, I can't keep up with that, but <laughs> everything she said is, is very, very genuinely, um, the same for me. Um, I've always been quite a 
bit of a loner uh, for most of my life. Um, Web3 has been since to 2016 till now. It's, it's the communities that you form and the friendships you make with people online are more, more genuine than people that I meet in, in real life uh, in a weird way. And uh, the whole Addy team, um, the, the community of leaders, the council, they're all super cool people and easy to talk to. You can joke around. There's no uh, aggression. There's, and it's always fun and jokey, which is, which is part of my personality, which I enjoy. Um, when it comes to the art pieces, um, the two uh, are kind of uh, a moto um, interpretation of the two alt ego traits, which is the drops and decos. Um, they're the rarest of, of the, the collection so far. Um, the limited edition is the, the drops one, uh, which is a piece to kind of encapsulate the, the, the hype beast um, with, within the, the, the fashion industries, um, the streetwear. And just that very glitchy, uh, adrenaline running, um, energy focused uh, piece for that. And then Decos, I went more of a calming, um, quite got a bit of inspiration from um, Sakura, uh, so the uh, cherry blossom season in Japan. The very calming, um, beautiful, uh, blissful, uh, essence to it. That's why it's much, much slow animation, calming. Um, so I was going to play homage to both Adidas with the alts as well as um, my personal um, interest in, in gaming, um, anime, and so forth. And maybe to clarify, the alter egos that uh, that they're referring to is part of our alts by Adidas um, NFT project. So this is our avatar project. And what we wanted to do with our avatar project, we released 30,000 tokens. Massive, massive project. So we wanted to create a way to somewhat sub-segment the holder base into their interest groups. In the same way that we do as a brand, we have products and, and you know, different offerings for different types of, of interests, right? Whether that's basketball and running or a football, or whether that's lifestyle, fashion, sneakerheads, art, music, whatever that is, that's kind of how we wanted to sub-segment our our holder base so that you could get an alter ego that was connected to something that you were passionate about because 30,000 people, you're all going to be interested in different things. And so how do we offer utility to 30,000 people that is interesting to all 30,000 people? And so by creating these alter egos, we call them egos and they have all these really, you know, cool names. There's drips, which is fashion. There's decos, which is art. There's amps. That's music. You know, we have all these eight alter egos and it was a way for us to create interest groups and, and tailor the offering of utility to those 30,000 holders. So as, as Monkey Moto mentioned, the, uh, the drips and the decos are the rarest, um, and have the lowest percentage, um, as part of the collection. And they're the, the, the two that, uh, he used as inspiration, which I think is very cool. I love this. I didn't know as much about Alton today, and now I'm so excited to go online. So community is really important in Web3. It's also really important to, you know, NFT Now, Now Media. Um, our Now Pass holders are a really important part of our community. We, we allow our, we allow, we, we have the privilege of our Now Pass holders actually submitting their art to us, uh, which you can see on one of the walls here called Submissions. And it's really special for us to say anyone can be an artist. Anyone can have their work shown on the screen. And so I think it's really powerful that Adidas chose more emerging artists and not a uh, people. 
right? Because it's saying something really special to your community. They're like, we care about you. You're important to us. We want to grow with you. And we're listening, right? Everything that you created in your spare time is homage. You don't need to do that, but you're doing it out of passion and it doesn't go unnoticed. We're not, you know, in our Adidas ivory tower in any way. We're in Discord. We're on Twitter. We're watching these things happen in real time. And so we're paying attention. And that's exactly how Monkey Moto is sitting up on the stage. I love that. That's really powerful. So... We're talking about what brands and artists bring to the table, right? Like, why, why is art important? Why is it that most brands are constantly working with art collaborations? I mean, look, personally, I, I can speak for myself. I mean, look at me. I, I clearly you collect are art. art. You right? are art. I'm a, I'm a walking canvas. Um, I have been collecting art on my body for 15 years. So, you know, art comes in so many different forms. Fashion is an art form. Uh, music is an art form. Movies are an art form. There are so many different ways that people can express themselves through art. And self-expression is really part of Adidas's DNA, right? Whether it's through fashion or whether that's through partnerships and collaborations with other partners, musicians, whoever that might be. Self-expression is at the core of all of that and as well as collaboration and co-creation and that's what this program is about and that's why a brand like us and, and I hope many other brands do the same start to elevate whether it's artists and digital artists, whether it's musicians and emerging you know, musicians, it doesn't matter the art form. It's important for brands to get involved. It's important for brands to allow for self-expression because it continues not only pushing the Web3 space forward, but it continues to have impacts on fashion and design and tech and the way in which we do everything, our e-com, you know, the way in which we sell and, and the things that we sell all comes from a form of self-expression. And so that's why art is super important to us as a brand. And again, personally, obviously I'm a, you know, big lover of it myself. And I've gotten to know these two over the past few days, well, few weeks and months. And, you know, while we've been working together and as Adra said, it's become a little family. And I think, you know, we, we couldn't do that with a people or, you know, we keep using people as example, but we couldn't do that with, with, you know, someone of that caliber, we would love to always work with big artists as well. But I think working with emerging artists, you get a different sense of family, you get a different sense of self-expression and you get a different output. The artists are standing on the, on the gallery booth, chatting with people, introducing them to their art and getting to revel in the attention, right? That's what this is about. It's about them. And so being able to stand on that floor and actually meet them, we couldn't do that necessarily with the people. He would be here for a little while. He'd have to leave. He gets mobbed by the, the fans. With, you know, with, with emerging artists, it's about giving them that platform so they can stand at the forefront of this and tell their story and, and express themselves in the way that is true to them. I love that. And as people's handler, yeah, he gets mobbed Sorry, constantly. It's <laughs> We're not, no, no disrespect. I just... <laughs> um, Adra, you, you touched upon your community, right? And you've built up quite a following in the space. I mean, as a digital artist before there was ever an NFT, I, how did you get there? What inspired you? How did you start? I mean, um, I was... In Barcelona, and the city inspired me so much. And I actually have this really strong belief that everyone is an artist, and art is in everything. And you just need to find the right context, circumstance, and the way to channel it. 
I think art is in the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you sip your coffee. Really, like, I think it's in everything. Um, so, I mean, for me, it was just, I felt this deep urge to express, to heal, to create. And at first it was a bit scary because I was like, is this a thing or am I just having fun? And people started sharing my work and people started seeing my work and it started making an impact and it started evoking conversations about things that I started creating, like woman empowerment, like um, awareness in the Middle East, um, social change, social impact. And I felt like I was being heard. So it was really seamless, but it was a lot of hard work and it was a lot of divine timing. And I really thank the universe because... This is where I am right now because of my our apartment floor in Barcelona when I was 18. And you only have to see the artwork to know why. Immediately fall in love. Like, it is truly beautiful. I mean, kismet, right? It's, it's, it's like a big belief of mine, kismet. Not like, you know, wait for your destiny to fall into place, but like kismet. Things fall into place because you help them because you're there at the right time. Monkey Moto, at what point did you start calling yourself an artist? Um, probably around 2020, 2021. Um, I've, yeah, I've always been creative in the sense, but I was always shy to kind of share anything. I was always uh, concerned about people's thoughts and judgments towards what I would make. Um, then I went through a really uh, intense rough patch um, from 2019 to about 2021. Um, they kind of uh, put my entire life into perspective, uh, changed a lot of things of who I am. And eventually, I was like, I'm, I don't, I don't care what people think. Um, I'm going to create stuff that I care about and what I resonate with. Um, and I'm just putting it out there. If I get one like, and cool, and I, I did for for a while. No one really. Um, took interest or, or looked into my stuff. And the more I just carry on posting and engaging with people, um, improving my craft purely just for the joy and, and the passion for it, um, I started seeing people genuinely responding in a, a positive manner and um, giving me a lot of uh, uh, kindness back. Um, so I just kind of go to flow um, and the universe always just... just puts things in place for me. Um, it's been uh, a crazy, crazy journey since uh, since I came out of my dark place. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I think we all have a bit of imposter syndrome. So I love to know when people finally say what they are out loud. Um, are there any thoughts you'd like to leave with our audience? Maybe some advice to creators? There's always aspiring artists and creators in our audience, which I really love. Everybody... Um, to just follow their passion and let it fuel them and always remember where you came from and always realize where you are and know where you're going, even though you never will really know. Um, your intuition will always guide you. And I think it's okay to have fear because it means you actually care, but don't let it consume you. Let the passion compensate for that and just keep your intentions authentic don't do it for the clout, do it for the culture, do it for the community and do it for you. Preach. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe lastly, if you haven't seen the art, the gallery is just behind here. Please go and check it out. Please come and chat to the artist or chat to me. Um, find out more about the artwork. It is, again, truly beautiful, very different art styles, very different in terms of design inspiration. But I think there's a little 
piece of something for everyone. And, and yeah, it's really beautiful. So come over and, and check it out. Art is a lot more powerful when you understand the context and the humans behind it. So I would recommend running, not walking to go see this activation. Um, As I said, there's only a hundred pieces. So uh, get in quick. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Adra. Thank you. Monkey motive for being here. And thank you to our audience. So we much. really appreciate you. Thank you guys so thank much. You. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode and want to dig in a little deeper on what we're building at NFT now, please check out the now pass and the now network. We're building the future of tokenized media. I would love for you to be a part of it. You can learn more at nowpass.xyz and you can hop in our Discord at discord.gg slash NFT now uh, to connect with the community. Thank you again for listening to the NFT Now podcast and we'll see you again this time next week.